Kane and Collective. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's Kane o'clock. Man, listen. Porky P, turn off your lights, heat up your stovetops and your ovens. And get yourself a plate. I'm finna cut this cake. So, I'm pretty sure that y'all thought we was gonna have a certain conversation. We ain't gonna have that conversation right now. And I mean, we not gonna talk about what happened down in Montgomery. But shout out to my relatives in Alabama. People in Alabama just built different. But there's a lot of stuff going on. And as I'm waiting on other things to come out about what happened in Montgomery, there's legal charges that are now pending. Y'all don't really need to hear me make jokes, and it's how I'm pretty sure y'all done seen all type of other videos that make jokes. Keep saying I'm going to hop on YouTube. I think I'm going to hop on Rumble and start dropping my pods. I'm still waiting it out to see which one is going to be the easiest to do because I'm still trying to learn how to edit. Not about to post anything that's trash, but I ain't gonna do that. There's something else I wanna talk about. We gonna talk about Biggie Tupac, Keefy D and Puffy especially. Now with the Lizzo thing coming out and the Puffy thing coming out about the same time, yeah. It's something that's easily gonna be lost. That's why I wanna talk about it now and get it up out of the way. Let's go over some things. Y'all know Biggie and Pac used to be cool. They used to chill out, did a song together till Pac got robbed at the same studio Big was at. For whatever reason, Pac blamed it on Big and his camp. Whether that is true remains to be seen. We're missing context, number one. Missing information, number two. So in the meantime, I'm going to leave that alone. But they started beefing, and y'all know the beef got out of hand. We got two of the best diss songs of our area, of our area. Two of the best diss songs of our era where they was keeping it hip-hop we got who shot you and we got hit em up now if you're a hip-hop fan this was great because you got to see two cats lyrically go at it but at the same time it was really awful for the fact that you had two cats that was friends become enemies you hate to see it happen now i'm pretty sure there was people whispering in Pac's ear and big's ear at the same time Instead of eating up some knowledge, some good food, per se, they were both getting poisoned. Now, as we go down and we look at it, Pox in Vegas, Orlando Brown, they get into a scuffle after the Tyson fight in the lobby uh, of a hotel. Uh, it's been so long, I can't remember the name of the hotel. But real quick, random, off-topic, but correlation. I remember me and the first wife, it was our anniversary, homeboy Archer shout out to Romeo Archdog my man Ryan Archer uh, we had both decided to double date and go to 6th Street we got there we found out the pot got killed there were essays out there with the low lows making them jump every club and I mean every club even the country clubs were playing Tupac that's all you heard that fucking night come to find out cause me being in the military at that time big Tupac fan course. What would pop? Love that dude. I could relate to him and his rhymes in such a crazy way because it was stuff that I could see, stuff I could feel. I like Biggie, don't get me wrong, but I couldn't relate to waving a rollie in the sky from side to side and being in the club. Biggie's is 
waving fake roadies and G-Shocks and all that. And I'm like, eh, I can't quite relate. Tupac saying, doing 80 on the freeway, catch me if you can. That shit I actually did. And I digress. I'm just trying to illustrate and lay the groundwork for how much Tupac has revered in our community. Because when it comes down to it, y'all got to recognize something. Tupac is our version of Black Elvis. Because people still think that he's alive. People still think he's in Cuba. When it comes to Biggie, yeah, we know that nigga dead. We know for a fact that he's dead. Nobody's trying to say that Big's still alive and all that. Tupac, Tupac is legendary. Let me continue. So, Tupac's reputation, poet. Yes, very, very dope poet. Uh, very, very influential in hip-hop. He started getting brothers into fashion on another level. You know what I'm saying? He was doing things. Had Heather Hunter in the music video with Jodeci for uh, How Do You Want It? But I'm getting off track a little bit. So, Keefy D. Now, Keefy D is allegedly the hitman responsible for Tupac's death. It was an unsolved murder for Pac and Big for a long time. Now, that shit might be solved. And this is what it is. They did a raid on Keefy D's house a couple weeks ago. They found some bullets. Allegedly, and this kind of doesn't make sense to me, but I'm going to explain something to y'all and I'm going to tell y'all. Um, when it comes down to it, they said that there were bullets that matched up the bullets that hit Pac in that car. And he still had them in his house. Mind y'all, Pac, Pac got shot and killed in 95. 1995, and it's 2023. The bullets match. Now, once again, FBI agent DJ Vlad, I said it, I said it, I said it. FBI agent DJ Vlad had Keefy D up there, and he, Keefy D, for whatever reason, is like, DJ Vlad is a Chris Hansen of hip-hop. What I mean by that, y'all all used to watch to, to Catch a Predator, right? It was a sad but entertaining show because it's sad because we know all these dudes was talking to what they thought were underage boys and girls for sex. We knew they were going to get caught. We knew they had decoys to match up. We knew this. And yet we still tuned in to watch. It was a beautiful train wreck. And we all love train wrecks, right? Same thing with DJ Vlad. For whatever reason, people sit down with DJ Vlad. They get to talking. They get to spilling the beans and self-snitching. Same thing Keefy D did. Now, a week ago, Puffy's Mansion got raided. Allegedly, there were videotapes. Allegedly, there were videotapes of Puffy having sex with Frank Ocean and Lil Nas X. Allegedly. Allegedly. Videotapes of Puff having sex with Frank Ocean and Lil Nas X. It's been widely circulated in the hip-hop community that Puffy was on some other shit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If you bisexual, hey, you do what you do. We know Frank Ocean gay. Lil Nas X is allegedly gay. I think he may be more bisexual than gay. And I think he's more troll than anything. I think Lil Nas X is more troll than anything. I think a lot of the stuff he does is for shock value. Whether he likes dudes or not. Because there's a live stream. There's another dude on with Lil Nas X. And he was like, hey, you want to kiss Lil Nas X? Froze the fuck up. That's why I think a lot of the stuff he does is trolling. 
digress from that. Let me get off of that. Get off topic. Let me get back on topic. We got some questions to ask now about Buff. Now, it's been wildly thought among hip-hop purists, people that love rap. It's been wildly thought that there were some funny things going on with how Tupac and Big ended up getting shot and taken, getting shot and killed, okay? When it comes to Tupac, one of two things happened, and this is something that a lot of hip-hop heads actually believe and they subscribe to. Either number one, there was a hit set up, and there's a question as to who set up the hit. Some people think it was Suge, some people think it was Puff. And then number two, when it comes to Big, Big came to Cali way too soon after Pop got killed, knowing that the East Coast, West Coast beef was being televised. Shout out to the Source Awards. Bad Boy was doing their thing on stage. Suge Knight comes up there talking about if you don't want a nigga rapping in the video, singing in the video, dancing in the video, come to death row. There's a lot of animosity between the two camps because people were picking sides instead of just being hip-hop curious. Hey, I like Big and Pop. I'm not going to hold you. I like Tupac more, but I can't take away from Biggie's talent. Biggie, in my opinion, best flow ever, dead or alive. Now, also with that opinion, I'm going to drop this before I continue. Pop, to me, had the realest rhymes that I thought were relatable. When it comes to music, we like shit that's relatable. A lot of the music we hear now, can't nobody relate to that shit unless it's music about drugs. Thanks, Eminem. And I'm going to get on his bumper here, but it's not the pod for that. But just real quick, random, let me go ahead and say this. Eminem had a Melly Mel diss, and he like dissed the whole generation of hip-hop. And he said that he was a guest in the house of hip-hop, but he turned it, it, but he turned it into a mansion saying that because he's white, he'll never be number one in the top spot. Unpopular opinion? No. You won't be in the top spot. Rap? Yes. You're a very skilled rapper, but you're not hip-hop. What have you done for the culture? By you saying that you were a guest in the house of hip-hop and you turned it into a mansion, you basically are saying that rap won't shit until you came in the game. That is a direct diss against everybody that came before you. And hip-hop is the only fucking music genre where it's okay to diss the legends and the greats and the pioneers that came before you. Eminem, all you brought to the rap game was talking about drugs and killing your baby mama. The drug talk was about selling it. And 90% of that was all fucking fiction. Eminem's drug talk was talking about drug use. You had a song called Purple Pills. Nigga. Drug use in hip-hop didn't expand until you came into the game. Are you going to take credit for that, too? Like, you taking credit for making hip-hop, quote-unquote, a mansion that you turned from a house that you were a guest in? I digress. Now, let me get back on my shit talking about how did I got all that out Matter of fact, let me end this video. These revelations coming out, it is entirely possible, although alleged at this very moment, Puff paid TVD to carry out the head on Pac. 
And allegedly, Kiki D carried out the hit on Biggie as well. So now I got some questions, because for the longest time, it was my personal belief, my personal feeling, that once Pac died and his shit started going diamond, Puff might have thought about it like, damn, Pac gone, and yet he's getting more spins than anybody in my camp. Maybe I got to knock somebody off too. Because what do we know about hip-hop and rap right now, y'all? We know that if people die for whatever reason, they get untold numbers of fucking spends after the fact. The majority of that, I can safely say, is because there were some people that you might not have heard of. You might not have listened to. Tentacion was starting to get a big following. And then he died and all of his shit started fucking moving. Mind you, All Eyes on Me, disc one and two, has went diamond. Yeah, there's a level after fucking gold, which is platinum. And there's a level after platinum, which is diamond. Michael Jackson got all type of shit diamond. For whatever reason, when people in music, matter of fact, yeah, I'll say it, people in music as a whole when they die. Their fucking older, well, their catalog started getting crazy spins. Because you got people being turned on to the music. It's my opinion. Puff saw how many spins Pac was getting after the fact. And Pac had so much unreleased material that was dropping after the fact. Maybe he thought he should do that to Biggie too. People want to talk about these fucking blood sacrifices. And if there are blood sacrifices being done. Which I'm a little sketch on talking about. But if there are blood sacrifices being done, it's very possible that Puff did that shit to Big. Because Big dropped Life After Death, which I think is one of his highest selling albums to date. I'd have to research that and take a look, but I do believe it is. He didn't have as much unreleased material as Tupac did. And you got to think, Tupac had a gang of shit with uh, Daz from the Dog Pound. He had shit with the Outlaws because... When he died, there was a whole lot of shit dropped. Are you still down drop? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I think it came down to a money thing, but this is just me, and right now I'm speculating. I can neither confirm nor deny. I can only say certain things allegedly happened because I can't get confirmation on whether it did or whether it didn't. But allegedly, Orlando Brown getting into it with Pop was the excuse. What do you need to have an assassination? Certain things need to happen. If you got somebody with security, security can't be there. One of Pac's closest security guards, one of his longest term security guards said, Shook told him to work at a strip club that night that was outside of Vegas, I believe around Henderson. It is very possible that Shook has something to do with it too, but this is where the story is conflicted these stories conflicting I can't rightfully say one happened or one didn't that's why I'm telling y'all now I can't confirm nor deny but Puffy being implicated in the death of Tupac and possibly the death of Biggie allegedly being implicated because of Keefe D that's major Puff out here making moves Puff out here on a fucking billionaire status I'm thinking, damn, you had people walking to go get sugar cookies and Cambodian breast milk. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. He ain't sent them for Cambodian breast milk, but I'm going to say that he did. (laughs) 
but he's sending them out to go get this shit. Meanwhile, yeah, y'all working for a stone cold killer. Mind you, Puff got his start as a backup dancer, but Heavy D and the boys, he was one of the boys. I believe Puff came around after Trouble T Roy passed. There go the song by Pete Rock and CL Smooth when they reminisce over you, T R O Y. Seems like I'm getting off topic. It's just a lot of shit that goes together. Look at it as a big ass puzzle, and we almost got all the puzzle pieces. <laughs> because with Lizzo being sued by three of her former dancers, the puff thing went under the radar. Saturday afternoon, with what happened at the fucking dock in Montgomery, puff thing going under the radar. It's a lot of stuff happening all at one time, and the Montgomery thing ain't got nothing to do with it, but it's taking some attention in the news and social media. The Lizzo thing is definitely taking attention in the news and social media. This Puff thing ain't really got a lot of traction. With everything going on, I actually may be the first one talking about this. Now, y'all know me. It ain't about me being first. It's about me being right. As I'm saying, I cannot confirm nor deny but I can tell you what niggas have been thinking for years when it comes down to it. For years, niggas been thinking, Suge got pop knocked off, Puffy got big knocked off, and also, devil's advocate, Cats is thinking, Puff got pop knocked off, and in turn, Suge got big knocked off. This is where the stories conflict. Suge knows, but he ain't said nothing. And there may be a reason as to why he ain't said nothing. For the longest time, cats have been asking Puffy on the low. Puffy don't want to talk about it. Of course, that would implicate him in a fucking murder. And we know how the hip-hop police do. Rap, hip-hop is the only genre where Rico cases get given out like Halloween candy on the 31st of October. Let's be real. Well, seeing as I'm almost to my destination, let me go ahead and get off my final thoughts. As soon as I pull up on the house, my dog gonna start barking and I gotta get in the house. I gotta calm down the Frenchman. So, my final thoughts. I will be doing updates. I will be following this closely. I will be doing my research. Once I get the hang of the video editing that I need to do, I'm gonna start doing the videos. Will I drop them on YouTube? Will I drop them on Rumble? Chances are I'm probably going to put them on Rumble first and then put them on YouTube. I seen YouTube acting real, real funny style when it came to people talking about what happened in Montgomery. Certain streams I was watching was being messed with during the live stream. There were chat rooms that were being disabled. There were lives that were being cut off for people to just restart the live and have other things going on in the chat room to where they couldn't read chats. They couldn't read none of the messages. Nothing. The chat room was like straight empty. Like they cleared everybody out. But yet and still I see 5,000 watching here. I see 2,000 watching here. I see 10,000 watching here. I may not put it on YouTube right away. Eventually I will. I'm going to start fucking with Rumble because Rumble is letting people like Fresh and Fit go off the fucking rails saying nigga, nigga, nigga. So if they letting them get away with that, for me to say what I got to say, I should be fine. And uh, real quick, I'm going to get on Fresh and Fit Bumper 2. They have not escaped my gaze. I owe these motherfuckers. They was using 
nigga in a derogatory way because they don't consider themselves black yet they get rich off of black culture. I'm tired of people coming into the culture and stealing. And they're definitely doing that because it was people that they call a nigga that gave them the certification and verified them and certified them as being quote unquote good in the hood. And this is how they talking about the people that got them where they were. But I'm gonna keep up on this puff story. I'ma actually, and thank God I learned how to do a book report. I'ma actually have to get my shit together. I'm not gonna freestyle the videos or my quote unquote mini docs the way that I do on the pods. Pods are different. I'ma actually have to write down some notes at least. Part of it's gonna have to be fucking scripted. That way I can not run off the rails like I normally do. And real quick, I need to go and let y'all know, got a Tory Lanez Mag Stallion update. Tory apparently got 10 years. I do need to speak on that. And real quick, I'm going to say he got 10 years for some shit that they couldn't even really prove. Because if they had him dead to rights, they'd have had him dead to rights instead of switching the damn charges up. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. And yes, I'm still going to talk about what happened in Montgomery. I don't think y'all need any type of funny commentary, but I got a little more backstory I'm trying to find. I do have some more backstory than what some of y'all may know. And I'll speak on that when I get ready to drop that pod. I'm going to have to write a little bit of that down, too. I'm not going to be able to freestyle. I'm going to have to just get to my points and chop it up with y'all. But that's about all I got for right now. Yo, shout out to Mr. Collective, the Trash Mechanic, Jay Weeks. Uh, Breathe Easy, Yellow Genix, my man Devin, Ra Ra the Trucker, CJ Savo, uh, my boy Bands, what up RJ, um, shit, Rogue, Trey's OG, Snow Angel, uh, Mama Miko, Devil Mama, and of course Heather Mac, uh, shout out to my homie Twin, yeah, I got a few things I want to talk about, a few things I need to talk about, we gonna get to it. I've been a lot better as far as dropping content consistently. I'm over 2,500 plays. I like to thank y'all. I'm over 200 episodes. I like to thank y'all. Family, I wouldn't be here right now and I wouldn't keep this up. But yeah, I'm keeping it up. I just need to get a little more consistency. And mind you, I'm a work in progress. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Got a lot of things I'm trying to do right now. Got a lot of things in the mix. A lot of things in the pipeline. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to do it. And I'm going to get there. Y'all don't care if I'm 60. I'm still going to be talking my shit on the podcast. Yeah, I'm still definitely going to be talking my shit on the podcast. Oh, and real quick, let me send an extra shout out to Rogue. Rogue's been sending me all type of stuff dealing with Montgomery. And the thing about it is this. Like I say, there's a lot going on. Everybody's been inundated with shit from Montgomery. I'm going to give it a little bit of time to cool off and cook because, like I say, I got some background things I'm looking at and I'm going to get to it. Also, I'm still talking about affirmative action. I'm still going to talk about the college admissions because now the legacy admissions are, quote unquote, under fire. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff to cover. I'm going to get to it. Got a couple of days I'm taking off. There's only so much I can do. Oh, my bad. Shout out to my man Goose Money from the shot. You would think I 
back with me doing shout outs for the majority of the same people. I'd already had that shit on lockdown, but I got so many thoughts on my head. It's a little hard to keep them under control. We gonna get there. Yeah, um, speaking of which, Thursday, I'm gonna have Goose Money on. I wanna talk to him on a positive note about his nonprofits. He's got some nonprofits that deal with the uh, prison sector, and I really want him to expand on those. It's only so much I can do, y'all, with the hour worth of recording time for some, for most everything I record, because I record on uh, podcasts for Spotify. I haven't found any other podcast app I can use to where I can go over. I'm not trying to hold y'all too long, but for somebody like the illustrious sister Heather Mack, who's always in the truck, I'm sure she won't mind an hour and 30 minute pod that'll help keep her straight. She gonna listen to it because she ain't got nothing but time. Shout out to my sister Heather Mack. Next time you come up here to VA, please say something. Come past the house and come get a plate. I ain't seen you in a minute, sis. We need to chop it up. Just want to make sure you're good. But yeah, that's about all I got. Got some things coming. Got some things coming. I appreciate y'all for fucking with me. I appreciate y'all for the listens. Um, I can't quite look it up right now, but I got a couple more countries added to my list. I'm going to have to screenshot the list and shout them all out because it's like 20-some countries I got to shout out. We are going to be good, family. I'm not going anywhere for a while, even though my time is getting short. It's going to be what it is, and I'm here for it. I just want to share my knowledge with y'all. Got to have more of y'all come up here. Goose, when he has time, Goose likes to come up here. I need to get Heather Mack up here. Rogue, I need to get you back up here. There's some things that we need to talk about. There's so many things I'm going to cover. And yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit different once I go to the video format. But I'm going to still make sure I got audio recorded for the pod. For those of y'all that ain't got time to pull it up on YouTube or don't know what the fuck Rumble is and don't want to get lost in that rabbit hole. But like I said, I just want to thank everybody for hanging with me and listening. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. But yeah, there's a lot we need to talk about and stuff going on all the fucking time. Election season is basically here. I'm definitely going to talk about that. I'm definitely going to say what I need to say about that. That's all I got. Y'all be safe. Take care. Keep your heads on the swivel and all that, bitch.